Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you, British lady. Just kidding. That's Lisa Evans. <laughs> Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio episode 50. Brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant out in beautiful Sherwood Park, Alberta. Follow them on Twitter at Sherwood Ford and on Instagram at SherwoodUpFord underscore the giant. We are back today. We are back. With Dan to my left, we've got Rick across the table. We've got Young Coom, who is his last podcast episode with us for now. He's traveling very soon. And then to my right is producer Tyler Yaremchuk. I'm going to start off today's podcast with a question from our friends at Sherwood Ford. Uh, they have sent in, how is everyone handling the post-Brassard era? If you didn't know, former Edmonton Oilers Georges LaRock said that Derek Brassard was going to be coming to town on a one-year deal. A few hours later, he signed a one-year contract with the New York Islanders, and I'm going to go around the horn here and check in with everybody. Are you upset, Daniel? I think the funniest thing from it is how people are so angry at George's for it, for getting something wrong. But uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty pretty upset that we don't have Derek Broussard playing on our third line. Just joking. Rick, do you care? Nope. <laughs> Cam? I purchased a Derek Broussard jersey, and now I don't know what I'm going to do with it, and I'm devastated. Mm. I uh, I purchased the jersey and then I saw that he wasn't going to sign and I started crying. Which number did he put on it? Uh, number one, because he's my favorite player. Number one in your heart? Number one, Derek Broussard, number one Oilers jersey. It's the, uh, it's the Comet jersey too. Oh, nice. The uh, Todd McFarlane, if you will. Tyler, are you very upset about Derek Broussard? I mean, uh, <laughs> Coombs holding onto the mic. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit mad because like, it would have been a good depth signing, seeing that he only signed for like $1.2 million too. Like, they easily could have afforded it by just like waving Kyle Brodziak and freeing up the money. And I think he would have been a good fit on the third line, could have helped out the second power play unit, all that stuff. Um, so just, a, yeah, a little bit disappointed that they couldn't get a deal done. I don't know how close they ever were, though, right? That's the thing. Was Derek Broussard like, all right, yeah, I'll sign it tomorrow. And then the last second, the Islanders came in with like 100 k more, and he jumped ship. Like, you'll never kind of get the full story out of it. I like that Derek Broussard also played for three teams last year. Got to respect that. Pittsburgh, Florida, and Colorado. Do you think they, uh, they showed him the DVD that they showed Danny Heatley? I would love, man, I've said this a million times. I would love to know what was on that DVD. Did it's they take him to the Talis Balls? Have to. They weren't even around yet, were they? Nope. Oh, I don't know. That was Maybe way Heatley DVD. Maybe they just had a rendering of where the Talis Balls were going to go. <laughs> Have you ever seen yeah, like, the... Um, can you imagine what's going to be here, Danny? Have you seen that, that video? I think it was the Pittsburgh Penguins they put it out, and it was like filmed back in the 80s, and it was uh, like... Yep. A tour of Wem. Yep. I know exactly. It was like the penguins saying. were all like having a blast at Wem. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Edmonton's they... got West Edmonton Mall. And it's like this super 80s ass video. I bet you that was the DVD that they showed Danny Heatley. They're like, buddy, Wem. They played that you last year, didn't they? They put that on Twitter, I think. Yeah, they did a throwback Thursday of the um, super 80s montage Wem video, and it's fantastic. It's Very so nice. good. Very nice. Well, uh, now that Derek Broussard is not coming, he is off the table. My question for all of you is looking at that third line center spot. 
what is the answer for the Edmonton Oilers? Is there an internal answer? Someone like maybe a Koopy, Koopy Marodi? Koopy. He's got a brand new single out. Koopy. It's called uh, Get Them Jeans or something like that. I don't know. Cooper Marodi is an Old option. Old Town Road. Is it Old Town Road? It's Old Town Road. Right? Little Nas Cooper, Cooper Marodi. Um, Little Koopy X. I'd listen to that. My question for you guys is, what is the option at third line center now with a guy like Derek Broussard off the table? Is it internal? Do they spend a little bit of their remaining cap space on somebody? What do you guys think? Cameron? Um, I think you have to go into the season, our, our training camp at least, and assume that Kyle Brodziak has an NHL spot to lose. I think it'll be easy for him to lose it for like a Marody to jump him on the depth chart. But I think ideally the Oilers go and they make one final addition. One guy I've always wanted them to sign this offseason is Brian Boyle. I thought he'd be a perfect fit on the team. I mean, if I they could make that work financially, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be a perfect fit. Because right now, I don't want to see Granlund or Gagne playing center on your third line. I, I, they, those two players thrive better on the wing. So I think, I think ideally an outside acquisition. But you have to at least give Kyle Brodziak the opportunity in training camp. Looking at puckpedia.com at some of the free agents, maybe some of these might tickle your fancy, Daniel. Patrick Marlowe. Huh? No, not going to happen. Okay. How about a slightly used Dave Boland? Mm, no. no. Okay. How about Yuri Laterra? No. Everybody's favorite Vancouver Canuck, Cody Hodgson. Dead air. Okay. Uh, Marcus Kruger, anybody? Oh. Hello. I think, our, I think our answer is from within. I think we brought him in this summer. He just came over yesterday. Gaetan Haas. Gaetan Haas. I think that's the, uh, that'll be the guy that comes out of camp. I think, I think Coob's right that Kyle Brodziak is probably penciled in right now, but Gaetan Haas is going to circle, skate circles around him and skate his way right into a roster position. I, I still think they got to go out and get someone and let everyone continue to fight it out. Like, I, I don't know how much Brian Boyle would cost, but I just feel like you're going into the year and your bottom six centers is going to be some combination of Gaetan Haas, Kyle Brodziak, Colby Cave, hoping Jujar is now a centerman, hoping Sam Gagne finds a way to be a center again, hoping Marcus Granlin can somehow be a center. Like, you're just hoping for so much. Go and get that one more sure thing. What about someone like Riley Shahan? I think Ken Holland likes to play around with cap space. Like, he likes to have some to work with in the season. But he and could. I'm not, I'm not saying that he would. It would it just, to me, it just causes more work for him now. I think that's why he what brought else is he in doing? Gaetan Haas. But one one to one point two million on someone like Brian Boyle if he goes for the same as Broussard or like nine hundred K on Riley Shahan, all you'd have to do, you send down Yurko, you send down Haas, like the money part of it's even. Leave Yurko out of this. Well, I mean, he's probably not gonna be on the team, so it's Brodziak. who's not you're not gonna see Brodziak very much. I think he's got injury problems right now. He'll see L T I R for most of the way. I think he's pretty much penciled right off the roster. I don't think anybody involved wants him out there. They want to go younger. They want to go faster. He just doesn't really fit the bill. Um, for the record, behind me is the title of his single, and I think Marodi actually gets a really good chance to uh, take that third that third line spot. Sorry, what was his uh, single? It's not behind get these, me. Uh, get these jeans, volume two. Is it called behind me because uh, Kyle Brodziak's behind him on the depth chart? <laughs> I thought you were. Uh, go to talk about the printer that was behind you. Anyway, yeah, right. I was very confused. That was a, that was quite a lead into that. Behind me, I was terrified to know where he was. Also, going. for those who are listening and were like, "Man, what the hell was that noise in the background?" Because I kept like holding my headphones nice and typing, like, "What the?" That was the, our air conditioner that we forgot it's to very turn. Which hot is, in this room which is ne- actually necessary. Which is actually behind me. It and is then behind as you. soon as as soon as Rick said behind me, bag milk looked behind me. And it was like, hey, can you turn off that AC? Um, anyways, this, my kind of sleeper pick, and I wrote this in my mailbag answers, um, Ryan McLeod, speedy, coming out of junior, almost made like... Had a really hung, good camp last year. Made some great impressions last year in camp. I mean, if you threw him with two veteran wingers, like how would a third line of Ryan McLeod, Alex Chason, and Marcus Granlin look? I think he's got he's to look better than Marodi does, though. He's got to be the second best forward yeah. out there because I think Benson cracks the top six and I think he's got to be the second best. Otherwise, because he is a little bit younger, it's going to be easier to put him back down the AHL. Like he wouldn't have to just make the team. He would have to force his He'd way have to on take the team, a right? Take he would have to spot. take a spot, not get a spot type of thing. But I think Ryan McLeod might be a guy you want to keep an eye on. I, yeah. This, I don't time, know. Next, Ken, this time next yes. year? Yeah. For sure. Ken Holland's track record is, yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. He has to, 
knock it out of the freaking park every game that he's in. Um, We're due for one of those right team. away, though. 100%. You're We're think, due for right? a lot of things, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I right don't know. now, I, if Beards are the tiebreaker, Coop and Rody has it. Joseph Gambdella takes that one, though. Well, of course. He's a part Yeti, in my opinion. Uh, changing gears a little for a second, I've got a question that came in from Oilers Adam. Cam, you'll like this hypothetical. Would you rather eat a beef and ched from Arby's with Nooch or, or share some nugs and fries from Wendy's with Connor? Nugs and fries. What do you mean share? Like well, I guess you're going to be sharing them. Like you get one meal. So wait, I don't get will have to so distribute the, it. Am I sharing the beef and cheddar with Nugent Hopkins too? Are we doing it, take it's a it's bite? Oilers Adam did not specify. He would just said, would you rather eat a beef and cheddar from Arby's Can with you? Nuge or share some nugs and fries? So to me, that means you get your own beef and no, cheddar. No, I think it no, doesn't. I think it's, it doesn't. It's Lady in the Tramp style for Yeah, this sure. is what you're, you're sharing. Hang on, Lady in the <laughs> Tramp style? Okay, well then that's hands down. I'm Lady in the Tramp in that huge one. I'm doing the beef and cheddar and I'm sitting outside on a nice evening. It's warm outside. The stars are in the sky. And me and Ryan Nugent Hopkins are sharing a beef and cheddar. And we are eating it, going back and forth. And then we come in for the final bite. That's and, a And uh, we're locked eyes. And then we share a nice kiss. It's nice. Beef and cheddar. Nice kiss. You Everybody wins. Beef and cheddar. Beef and cheddar. Definitely over nugs. Nugs and fries. That's fair. I'm nugs and fries all the time. That's and you know an what? easy share. Beef and cheddar. You get Connor the and I one have too, a good so conversation. Like a lot of beef on there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You get some extra Arby sauce. I feel like it would be very good for me because I know Connor doesn't, like at least he doesn't come across as a guy that likes to have a lot of conversation and I wouldn't know what to say. So it would just be one of those like completely unspoken silence. conversations. Oh, yeah. No, no. You just have a lot of eye contact. I don't particularly yeah. like Are the fries at Wendy's anyway. Fries? <laughs> I'm going to go out and say that I don't really like the fries from Wendy's, so... Wow. That's not even an option for me. Shots I'll crush some nugs, though. The best fries at fast food restaurants, one McDonald's still, but A&W's a tight second. Costco. And, I have a yeah, okay, but Costco's not fast food. I got a real time not getting onion rings at A&W. And Costco. It's onion rings all the time. I'm not a big onion rings guy. Costco just announced some kind of like automated food uh, dispenser for their food section. Oh, that's what, their hot dogs going to become out of a vending machine? Yes. Yeah, some kind of crazy new thing that they're doing with this. Because you've seen the kiosk you order off of already, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Is Costco on Skip the Dishes? No, but Wendy's is. But why isn't Arby's? Exclusively. Why Wendy's isn't is Arby's? Though? Arby's needs us. That's what I'm saying. You guys are losing location, uh, breaking my heart. Let's talk, Arby's. Let's talk. Let's get you on with our friends at Skip the Dishes that we're going to talk about in about... 16 minutes. I think Mrs. Arby's <laughs> does fall, listen to this podcast. Mrs. Arby's does? Yeah. Not Mr. though. Welcome. He's only a real life fan. Welcome. Earlier this week, we got another quote from one Jesse Pugliarvi in the never ending drama <sighs> summer. Stop. This week he said, I just want a team where I get a place to play in one of the first two lines and where I get to play for 15 minutes per game. Then I could show what I'm going for. That's my main goal. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. Grab the yep. mic real quick. Um, do we have to keep talking about this? It's We're gonna, because like, it's August. Okay, so I think this got taken a little bit out of context type of thing. I don't think he's sitting there and going, the only reason I'm not going back to Edmonton is because they're not going to play me in the top six. I think there's way, way, way more to the situation in Edmonton than coaching, than management, than ice time. I think there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I'm very loosely right now, if you haven't figured it out, hinting at maybe something in the locker room. He doesn't get along. There's it's a dressing room in hockey. It's the, it's oh, not sorry. a locker room, it's a dressing room. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, dressing room, locker room. I think <laughs> I think that's where a lot of Pugliarvi's displeasure comes from. Um, by saying this, I don't think he's going, if the Oilers promise me top six minutes, I'm going to come in and play. I think what he's saying is his goal in the NHL is to be a top six winger one day, and he doesn't think he can do that in Edmonton, and he doesn't think there's a fit in Edmonton for him to reach that goal and reach the potential that he sees for himself. So I think some people were maybe a little bit overreacting to that. Um, but again, just another straw onto the camel's back that has been the media circus of Yesa Pugliarvi in the last 12 months, right? It's funny, last spring when everyone was arguing for him, that's exactly what they were arguing for. Get him in the top six, get him with some offensive uh, linemen, and uh, get him 12, 13, 14 minutes a game. He's out there playing six. What are you going to do in six minutes? He's not going to do anything. So all he really wants is exactly what we were arguing for him last spring. And these quotes... They're questioning him. They're coming on interviewing him. He's not just sitting there going, hey, someone come ask me this and just putting it out there. So he's just Unlike answering questions and he's just answering it 
honestly. Yeah, I, I would say that it's his agent that's the one that's yeah. actively going out there and saying stuff. Dan, go ahead. He needs to fire his fucking agent right now. Mm. Like that's like I don't think this out. has to do with his agent. No, though. no, but it's but it's it's a it's a it's a culture that has been created around him now where the media is able to come up and ask those questions. He should be coached to just stop answering. Stop talking. Because at this point, to me, it's not... We don't not, want that in this to, we, want at these, this point, we want these real answers. Yeah, yeah but it's at this point right now, it's not even... It's about Jesse Pugliarvi, the hockey player. I want him on the Edmonton Oilers. I don't think that there's a fit anymore there, and I get it. But for Jesse Pugliarvi's hockey career, we all know that the NHL is a circle, and and all those GMs think the same way. No, not at all. I think the they NHL all, is a rhombus. They all are... They, they are all listening to this now, and they're just taking... Take, taking shots at him no, over and over his, again. Um, his agent is fucking talking out of his no, cheek that, at every single opportunity. It's annoying. The NHL is a hexagon. That winger from Dallas did the same thing, and they went over to Russia, came back. Nikushkin? Nope, the other one. Radulov. Radulov was a was was like a dick yeah, back. He lost like three years of his career, and then came back, and he's fine. So I don't think that I don't think this whole thing is going to get him. Like Ryan O'Reilly left get, to play in the KHL, didn't he? Well, I remember he signed there oh, and then yeah, he didn't. So the offer sheet with because uh, this was back when Calgary offer sheeted him, and then it turned out that if he had accepted the offer sheet and they got him, he would have to clear through waivers. They had to give Colorado the picks, right? And he he could get claimed by a different team. It's right. funny, even if Puliarvis had a successful three years, he probably doesn't have the contract right now, anyways, because no RFA does. That yeah. is true. There's a lot of RFA still waiting. Just to wrap this up so we don't spend too much time on it, Ken Holland responded where he said, I talked to his agent again. Nothing's really changed. So the next couple of weeks here, I've got to heat up the phone lines and see if I can find a solution. Otherwise, Europe is probably the only solution. We'll see what happens. So it's a sad story. I remember the draft party. Pulley Harvey slipped to four. The entire bar started chanting his name. I was very drunk. I had celebratory shots of tequila, if I remember correctly, although I may not remember correctly. That's probably correct. It's sad. Sad, man. I had big, big hopes. Now, somebody else can have big hopes. I'm sorry, Jesse. I'm sorry this is happening to you. What I'm not sorry about is our relationship with the fine folks at Sherwood Ford the Giant. They, Dan, I don't know if you know this, they have just re-signed with us. They have. Because we are excellent people. Well. They love this podcast. They do. And they love the shenanigans that we do together. Yeah. In fact, they were even teasing the other day on Twitter that they are getting trained up, fired up for a new season of Frank versus Gus. My boy Frank has been training all summer to ensure that his picks are locked in, just as they were the last year. And if you're listening to this live right now, uh, you're welcome to go join uh, the nation truck down at the world's longest baseball game at Centennial Park. It's going to be front and center in front of the gate as you walk in. If you take a photo of the nation truck there, or if you see the nation truck anywhere, take a photo of it, post it on social media, hashtag nation truck at Sherwood Ford, and you're entered to win a gas car, $100 gas card from our friends. Did you drive the, the nation truck last weekend for an event? I did. We were at the Chase for the Cure. So they were raising money for cancer research in Alberta. Uh, they're still doing that. And you can visit uh, giving.alberta or albertacancer.ca uh, to donate there. Um, yeah, I was the I was the pace car driver for a couple of races. Uh, did a caution lap driving the nation truck sixty kilometers an hour around the Edmonton International Raceway. So that was a lot of fun for a good cause. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. That was the most handsome bumper I've ever heard. Is that Tom Gazzola, Tyler? Yes, he's nodding yes, grabbing a microphone. I, I, I don't like to give away who our voiceover artists are. They don't want to dox anybody. I'm going to dox you. That was handsome. Tom Gazzola. Go follow him on Twitter, at Tom Gazzola. You'll see how handsome he is. Look oh. for him in a, look up for the picture of him in the Bond Senior jersey that we made him wear, and he was very upset about it. He also has a special account called uh, at Handsome Tom, where he posts uh, sexy pics. Of his hands. Yeah. Just oh, pictures of his hair. Of his hair and feet. And his feet. Yeah. If he can somehow Photoshop his hair onto the feet, then we've <laughs> really got something going on. Uh, changing gears, we're stick, sticking with the forwards in Edmonton, though. Jason Greger had James Neal on his show this past week, and he was talking about why things went poorly in Calgary. So I'm going to read the quote, and then I'm going to go around the horn to get your thoughts, whether this is a valid excuse or not. How many words do we get? I don't know. How many do you want? Okay. One. All right. All right. I'm no tyrant, Dan. Oh. You can have all the words you oh. want. 
I don't even know what to say. James Neal says, I think it was a combination of things. You never like making excuses or whining or anything like that. But I think coming off back-to-back losses in the Stanley Cup finals and just what you do to get to that point and what you put your body through, I think that any guy who's been there and won or lost in the finals will tell you how much of a grind it is and how hard it is. And then to do it two years in a row was very tough. Dan, I'm going to start with you. Do you think that is like, we're not going to make excuses for the real deal, James Neal. I'm happy he's here. But do you think that's like a valid kind of concern slash point slash whatever? It's it's a thing that comes up time and time again when we talk about the Stanley Cup hangover, right? It's it's a, it is a it's a real thing. It affects those guys. They're off season. They're creatures of comfort. They're creatures of of habit. And uh, he doesn't have a lot of the same training. But we have a champion sitting here at the table with us, ball hockey champion. Yeah, you might be able to tell you about I'm, that. I won the ball hockey championship this year, and later in the summer, I hit a walk off and slow pitch. And do you find now that you are a champion? Championship winner, I believe that you scored in the deciding game, if I remember correctly. Did you feel like you didn't get the rest of your summer to train properly for your uh, slow pitch league? No, I feel perfectly fine. I think James Neal's excuse is ludicrous talking as somebody <laughs> who did come through and win the big prize, unlike James Neal, back-to-back years, uh, I'm a winner. So uh, for my opinion, it matters more. Um, I went into the summer with a lot of energy, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of <laughs> confidence, a lot of swagger. And that helped lead me into my Edmonton Sport and Social Club slow pitch. Mm. And I've, I've had a very good season. So I, I, think, I think James Neal is completely incorrect. And I know better than him. <laughs> Rick? I think there's a little bit of truth to it. <laughs> I, I get a guy like that. Uh, you don't get a train properly. You don't get a rest properly. I get it. Uh, I don't really think it carries over that deep into the season, though. But... Once things start to unwind on you, once things to start to spiral downwards, that I agree can get out of control. And, uh, you know, I didn't pay a lot of attention to him last year. I really didn't give two shits. But, uh, yeah, I could see him. He, he'll, he'll be fine this year. He's going to come back. I think lot. what you're saying is that Oilers fans don't generally care about the Calgary Flames, unlike Calgary Flames fans always caring about the Edmonton. Yeah, Rangers. I really have never, uh, never understood that. I really don't give a shit what happens down there. Mm-hmm, Although mm-hmm. this year I have to pay attention a little bit because I got a friend down there. But other than that, I really don't care. But I don't want to derail the, the commentary too much, but I, I did have a question about that because because Flames fans I've seen have been asking, do they do the Oilers fans really think that James Neal is going to be that much better than Lucic? And what I would, the, I would counter by saying you haven't watched Milan Lucic. Well, and that's my thing. And my, but my Dude, question is, is what, your, what is your guys' perception? What's your, what's your actual perception of why things went wrong for James Neal down in Calgary from what you know? I, I think it was a case where he went through a bit of a slump. He got buried a little bit on the depth chart. All of a sudden, Peters wasn't playing him. All of a sudden, him and Peters were butting heads. Couldn't get his way back into the top six. The odd time he would get a look there, he'd have a bad game, and he'd be right back down. I just think it was mutually a bad fit. The coach didn't like him. He didn't like the coach. He maybe I bet you if he could go back into last year, I, there, were, there were probably some things he would change too, right? Like, I think it was a point where everyone was just frustrated with everyone and it was clear that he needed a fresh start and that it wasn't a good marriage there in Calgary. With Lucic, it's different. With Lucic, he got plenty of opportunity. He had so many chances. So many chances in the top six. So many chances on the power play. He had the crowd yelling Luch so many times and just routinely he let down the organization for for a stretch of two seasons. Neil having one bad year in his first year in Calgary is not the same. He let down everybody except for Coombe in the Lucic goal draft, of course. Looking at the numbers, James Neal was the 14th most used player for the Flams last year. 14. Which is wild. It is pretty wild. You got a couple, you'll have a couple defensemen ahead of him there, but are you just talking about forwards? No, this is a uh, defenseman. There are in the mix. Oh, okay. I couldn't sort yeah, quick enough. enough, but there are defensemen in there, but like amongst forwards, he's, he's buried in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I, I guess that's my, that's been my thing. Is it for James Neal? It was a usage thing. For Lucic, it was we couldn't find a place to use him. The talent's, the talent's just gone when it comes to Luch. Yeah. That's all there really is to it. This his game, the game has kind of passed him by, and his hands let him down. He had lots of opportunities. We've watched, you know, all sorts of times where he had a chance to score, just couldn't get it done. I feel mean saying it, but I think it was the score put out a list of the top ten worst contracts in the NHL, and Lucic was at number two. But right beside his name, it said Calgary Flames now. And it brought a little joy to my heart. Just a little tiny glimmer of light. The trade still just makes no sense for Calgary. I don't get it at all. Like, Go ahead. I, I, I'm not overly confident that Neil will bounce back and be a 20-goal scorer. I, I mean, it could happen. 
I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I maybe he's maybe he's maybe he's toast. Who knows? But I mean, at the end of the day, like you're 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 trading away an impossible buyout for a very palatable buyout. And I I just don't get it with the Flames. Yeah. Still, just it's it, it's been like a month, and I still can't wrap my head around it. If if Neil doesn't succeed, like we think he will, and like the, and like that trade or the the clause on the draft pick thinks it will. Uh, then we don't lose a draft pick and we have a guy that we can buy out a lot easier. We don't have to protect in the expansion draft. Just check, check, check. There's like, the, if both players are absolute ass next year, we have the better yeah, ass. just buy them out. And, you know, it's easy. And the, the Flames can't buy out Lucic, really. It's, it's, it's impossible. I wonder Weird. how long it'll be until they're trying to move Lucic out of Calgary. Like yesterday? Like next summer? Probably like uh, Brad Trey Living woke up from his fucking acid trip and was like, "Oh wait, shit!" And now he's trying to trade him right now. Twenty games into the season, I think that they'll, they'll there'll be rumblings coming from the media where it's just like, "Well, look, they're, they're, the Neil. fans are going to be the exact same way that uh, we were, so they're gonna they're gonna get on him real quick unless he gets out to a hot start. If he lays an egg right away, it's going to be the exact same situation he went through here. Could you though, like as much as we just ripped on him, could you not see a scenario? where he becomes like a lovable third line presence who plays on their top power play unit and like gets them 10, 12, 13 goals and 12, like lays huge hits and 12 like, goals, a couple big hits, a couple big scraps. This right. was going to happen. Like I bet he goes out and does exactly what he did here. Game one of the season. He scraps somebody mm-hmm. gets flames fans on their side and that'll buy some goodwill until, you know, Christmas he, when he's got two goals. He is, he was <laughs> beloved here. He was absolutely beloved here. Oh Yeah. He was given every chance. By Up the until the last, this last season, still when he scored a couple goals, every time he did anything, that the crowd chanted "Luch." The people problem, wanted him to succeed. It's not like Whalers fans hated the guy; they hated his contract. Exactly, and I was just going to say that. Like the only thing that you can't walk away from is his contract, and it's just every time you think of Lucic and what he isn't doing for your team, then you think of what you could be paying a guy five point seven five. Thanks a lot, Pete. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. I'm really bummed. Speaking of Peter Shirelli, I'm really bummed that the Minnesota Wild went with Bill Guerin instead of Peter Shirelli. Former Oiler instead of a former Oiler. God, that would have been nice. It, it honestly would have been pretty hilarious, but there's still reports that he was a finalist. So let me float this. Go ahead. In the next four years, will Peter Shirelli be a GM somewhere? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If he was a finalist for that bad of a job. Like he was a finalist for that job less than like six months after completely sewering the Oilers. Having a Stanley Cup on your resume will earn you at least two more GM jobs, I think. Like Brian Burke, he 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 was he was pretty good in Vancouver, really good in Anaheim, won with Anaheim, did a good job, went to the Leafs, disaster, and he and he and he still got that job with Calgary. So like Peter Chiarelli's disaster was Edmonton after he did well and well. In Boston, I mean, he had a lot of luck. A lot of things fall his way, in my opinion. So he'll get one more, just like Brian Burke did. Pete will never GM in this league again. I hope he does. Pete, I'm pulling for you, buddy. Yeah. You're my favorite free agent GM. I think if things start to go his way, though, he can still hose us. So, yeah, let's just. If he had taken over the Minnesota job, the only thing is is there's nothing there to really pick at. So we want him to get a job where it's. Yeah, we were talking about that. And it was like, okay, like Torelli becomes the GM of the wild and he's going to go do a dumb one for one trade. But like, who even is that player? It'd be like a first round pick for you can have Brandon Manning back. He wanted him two years in a row. You know what I mean? How bad do you want him? Sticking with the Calgary Flames, I want to give a shout out to their art department. Brutal. For the wonderful Photoshop they did of <laughs> former Edmonton Oiler and real life podcast guest Brandon Davidson. Not only was it the worst fucking head placement I've seen in a long time. Like I make and bad photoshops. Photoshop. I make a lot of bad photoshops. So I feel like I've got an eye for bad photoshops. They made him the wrong hand. I think this was lazy. This isn't even bad. They didn't put any effort into this. They just slapped a head on someone else's body and said, all right, move on. Next. What was, what was worse? The effort that their graphic designer put into that Photoshop or the effort that Johnny Gaudreau put into their playoff series. Wait, oh. Time to get up. Uh, definitely Johnny. He had no, nothing, he was, he was no, no, he was no answers for anything. So happy birthday, Brandon. I'm sorry that you did not have a Photoshop befitting of your character and how awesome you are because Calgary Flames are a uh, trash organization. But we'll see him twice this, uh, this winter. Hopefully more than that. He's a nice well, no, dude. Per, well, personally, we'll go down there twice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully maybe he'll be around the city and we can have him back at this table talking a little hockey. If you haven't listened to the Brandon Davidson interview on Real Life Podcast, go check that out. That was from last summer. Actually, we had him in the day he signed his contract with the Blackhawks, so he was very jacked up that day. Good day. 
Now, it's like a six-hour day. It was a six-hour day. We podcast went like two hours or whatever, and then we sat around and four or five of us just drank and chatted all night. Well, I mean, we had to uh, sample the water. There was rumors that there is problems with the water in Edmonton, so we had to make sure that that had been all cleared up. So um, I want to go ahead and thank Brandon for that time. And I also want to thank our friends at Skip the Dishes for being a part of this little show that we've got going on here. If you are ever hungry, you are lazy, you cannot cook just like me, you head on over to skipthedishes.ca. You sign up for an account. You order whatever you want. Whatever you want. We were talking about Wendy's. You want Wendy's? It's on there. You want a spicy chicken? You get that spicy chicken. It's only on there, Bag Milk. It's exclusively Skip the Dishes probably. Can you get Costco? I wish you could get Costco. I do not think so. You need a membership, like then you would need the Uber driver, the skip the dishes driver to have no, a membership. No, you can walk in the left they're, side. They're pretty, the they're pretty yeah. low-key about letting people go on the exit now. Like nah, it used yeah. to be an issue. No, no, those now, hot dogs are cold. The key, the, the trick is to tell them that you're going to the pharmacy and then they can't stop you. You don't have to have a membership to use a pharmacy in Alberta. The key is to wear like Just a... tell them you're going for a hot dog. They'll understand. The key is to wear like a balaclava and run in the exit and they can't stop you. The Make lady sure with the highlighter will like chase you a little bit like, stop, sir. And she'll highlight you as you run by. I get it. Skipthedishes.ca. Go there. Enjoy some food because you need to be nourished. You need to be fed. And Tyler wants to push the button and he's going to do that now. Follow Oilers Nation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> that one's funny. What was that? <laughs> Who is that? The camera somebody, in the background? Somebody typing? Follow Oilers Nation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Why is it someone's typing and then taking a it's photo? A ty- no, no, it's a, it's the old sound of a typewriter. You may not know this. And then is there a camera snap? But yeah, you have to reset the, the typewriter at the end. So it's, it's like realistic. So, oh, is that what it is? Follow Oilers Nation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. No, that's no, a camera. That's a camera. That's, that's someone typing and then taking a photo. So okay. it's like I wrote a fucking thing down in my browser and then I took a photo of it. <laughs> no, you typed out a tweet and then you took a photo of something for Instagram. At Oilers Nation Alt, <laughs> man, don't Twitter. don't rip on my splitter making ability. Those are good. I like At it. Official Oilers Nation One more time. on Instagram. One more time. Follow Oilers Nation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Did you I make like, this? I like how it's not actually like informative. It's just do he's, it. He's typing. Just and it do says it. Twitter and the camera is when it says Instagram. I love it. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned off the hop on this show, this is Coombe's last podcast with us for now. Press F to pay respects. He may call in at some point from where he's going. Cam, do you want to tell people where you're going? I don't know what I don't I know what people know. Last week. Uh, yeah, Tyler spilled, stuff. yeah, Tyler spilled my beans last week. Did he? It was so I good. was really excited to make a big announcement on this podcast. <laughs> it was podcast number 50. I thought it was going to be really cool. And then Tyler, because he has no social skills, he's... Uh, a big idiot <laughs> said, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he doxxed me and said I was going away, which I am on Sunday. I am moving to the United Kingdom to do some travel and I got a work visa. I'm still going to be producing content. You are still going to see him in written form. You'll still see me writing about the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Blue Jays. You'll see me on uh, the Leafs Nation. I like to make fun of the team. We're I, gonna, I post very sarcastic posts on that website. We're going to use the landline here at Little Brick. To call you in the middle of the night to be on the yep. podcast? You can call me in the middle of the night. Because we I, can make this work. It's an eight-hour difference. So right now hour. we're recording at, it's Thursday afternoon at 2.30. It'll only be four Jamesons into the night. He'll be fine. Exactly. That's fine. It's casual. It's like, I mean, I have no hobbies beyond talking about sports, no interests in life. So it'll be very easy for me to continue doing this from the distance. I wonder if you're going to be a Guinness guy when you get back. I'm not a fan of Guinness right now, but maybe it'll grow on me. And well, I, you'll be drinking it from the source now. Yeah, it's it's taps. apparently it's better over there. Yeah, it's the tap water there. When yep. you when you uh, turn on like the shower, it's just like liquid that bread, dark, coming down. dark foamy <laughs> liquid. Yeah, because yeah. cool. you're already a, you're already a potato guy, so that's good. Yeah, big potato. You're gonna be guy. a Guinness guy. <laughs> you're kind of a pale guy. Yeah, I get. So you're gonna I, fit uh, it right in. I uh, I yeah, I get I get sweaty. I get red. I uh, don't I don't agree with the sun. Did you know that in Ireland they haven't allowed corn to be imported in 20 years? Like corn, like the music, the band? You can't yeah, you, can, you the, can't stream Freak on a Leash anymore? Food. People on Spotify are trying to like listen to their favorite songs about corn and they can't. Why can't you're, I find life as peachy? You're giving up tortilla chips. Did you know that? What? You're not allowed to have tortilla chips in Ireland. The fuck There's you no nachos? No corn. Wait, is this the Republic or is this Northern Ireland? I believe it's both. Well, what about fl- I just made shells? all this up. I just, oh. made, yeah, I just, this I just made that whole thing What about up? flower shells? 
That's not accurate. Like, it's not accurate at all. <laughs> they don't got corn on the cob? I had you guys. Oh, a little no, bit. You, <laughs> you were thinking. You were thinking. Somebody on the podcast is just like, shut the fuck up, Dan. Did you know, here's a little fun fact for you. Ireland is one of the few countries in the world and the only country in the EU that does not have a postal code. Remember, I'm not moving to Ireland. I'm moving to Northern Ireland. How do they get their mail? Yeah, how, how do we send you, you stuff? You uh, don't have a postal code. I'm, I'm not moving to the Republic. So they just, That's you not. just have to go to like their mailbox and they just yell out your name and you just have to be there when they Hello, yell Hello, Coom, you've got a letter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all. Coom just Lewis. A, it's just, there's like a big box of letters at the end of a rainbow and that's where everyone goes. <laughs> yeah, you just go search. Here's your letter search and your, for your own. Yeah, you just dig in like a pile. I get it. There's like 12 people that live in Ireland. They all come here. That's where well, everybody leaves. It's out. on the honor code, right? So yeah. if you pick up someone else, like, oh no, that's not my. Own. Oh, that that's mine. I take it and walk away. Cam, your <laughs> your Columbia House CDs are over here. I just assume they're in the past. You know, Columbia House. You guys are probably too young. Rick knows. I know that. Of course you do. So I don't know how I'm going to get my Euro 2020 World Cup tickets because they're getting mailed to my house here in May. So one of you guys are going to have to pick up up from my house and then come to uh, Belfast and give them to me. No, no, we'll that's just send fair. it to the Rainbow. We'll send it to the rainbow. Because apparently there's no mail there. Tyler just ripped the arm off his chair. He's so angry at Tyler's right so now. Tyler's he doesn't like when we get off Tyler, track. Tyler's, no. Tyler's so disinterested in talking about my my send-off that he's pulling apart his chair in just anger. Destroyed he off can't, his property. He can't handle it. Wow. Yeah, man. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> like straight up. Tyler's been excited for me to leave since he found out for months because he's um, been planning to come into my role and become the new me. He's been calling himself Young Coom for years. We are he has, back. He has, he has like a life-size, one of those like uh, those those big sticker posters that goes on the wall. What are they called? Fatheads? Fathead. Mm-hmm. He has one of those of me sitting at a laptop with my headphones on, writing content in his room that he looks at and he, <laughs> he prays to it and he visualizes himself. It's a little shrine. Yeah, he visualizes. He's nice. a bunch of pictures of me, like growing up, trophies from playing sports, um, like my ball hockey championship, like that kind of thing. The weird part about it too is I was in Tyler's room, and he actually photoshops his face over your face in pictures. So it's like it's everything about you. Like we was the Minutemen, and he had like screenshots of Minutemen. So it was him and Chris doing whatever. Yeah, he has photos of like my family. <laughs> With him photoshopped on top. It's really fucked up. But he's he's going to miss you, man. He's been excited for this opportunity, and now he can uh, finally jump in and, and fulfill his dream of being me. That's a that's going to be a big day for you. I keep forgetting that you're going to work from there. So like six times in the last like month or so, I've been like, oh, man, who's going to do what would you do Wednesdays? Man, who's going to run Blue Jays Nation? And every time you're just like, I am, man. I'm still doing it. <laughs> um, we'll miss you, I guess. The one fun le- part is that. One uh, less piece of audio to edit, though, from the podcast. So I'm actually looking forward to that. That is true. The fun part for Coom is that the internet is open always. Allegedly, in your so opinion. So that's fun. That's fun. That's the North American internet. Did you know that the harp is the national symbol for Ireland? Maybe you can learn how to play the harp. That'd be nice. Not the harp's accord. <laughs> still got the wrong Ireland. <laughs> I had the Google Loch Ness Monster. It's Scottish. That's a Scottish thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're very, you're going to Scotland? We're very well cool. versed here. So you're going to be wearing a kilt like Irish people do. No, again, that's Scotland. No, no it's okay. Welsh people wear kilts, mm. and uh, they stormed the Bastille will you, uh, to um, celebrate Wimbledon. Will I you assume... take a picture of yourself in St. Petersburg Square for us? Yes. Mm-hmm. My uh, park accommodation that I'm living in is right outside of Tiananmen Square <laughs> in, um, in Wales. Belfast. I look forward to watching you in the Irish games doing the caber toss and that thing where they throw the big rock. That's what I'd like to see you do. Isn't the cheese roll Irish? I think so, yeah. I think that actually is Irish. <laughs> That's a UK. Of everything that we've listed off, please that is the go only in the one. cheese roll. The Dorchester. I'm going to get like I'm going to get really into darts. Not smoking darts, but the throwing darts. You're definitely going to get back into smoking darts. Give us a 180. You're definitely getting back into smoking darts. 180. Man, if you go to a big darts thing, I'm coming to see you cuz I Absolutely. like I've always wanted to go see darts. I've spent like the last 6 months, like 3 months of my life really playing darts on Game Pigeon on my phone, on Messenger. So you're already in the that culture. Is, that I, is how the pros get better. I've probably put like <laughs> in the past 3 months I've dedicated like 40% <laughs> of my focus and energy to playing darts on the phone. Coom just walks into Ireland into any bar and is like, I'll take on any of you fuckers. And then he just gets up and, and he's like, when do to, I start swiping up? When everyone's I, ready to play like yeah. actual darts and I'm just, I just crack out the, the phone. Game pigeon version. 
I can see it. I can see it. You're already part of the culture. You guys ready for some hypotheticals? Tyler just ripped off the other arm of his chair. Yeah, you gotta settle the fuck down. Yeah, Tyler really needs to calm down here. So this is Cam's last show. So we are dedicating the last half hour of the podcast to whatever he wants to do. Which Sit I'm back sure and enjoy. This should be interesting. Which I'm sure Tyler is going to love. He loves when we get off track. We are back. <laughs> we Cam, are track. <laughs> start off with the coom. Whatever you got going on. All right, I Let's got go. one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven things written down here. I think what we can fill. But <laughs> <laughs> well, first, should we should we do the where we yeah. say the best or our best memory of Coom? No, you can save that for the end because that'll yeah. be fast because nobody has any good memories of me. Oh, it's largely well, it's largely. I've been scrambling to try and figure it out. No, I'm just joking. I had one right away. Real quick though, it's weird because the first time I ever met Cam, he once came in, it was like trade deadline or something, and you came in to run NHL numbers from the content table, but you sat there and didn't say a word for like hours. So I was just like, oh, this dude's just a quiet guy. And then he starts here full time and he started talking weird shit about nothing. What happened? He's biting man. his tongue the whole first time. He any, was. Do you have any examples for us, Peg Milk? I can keep it together for like minutes. <laughs> Weird like shit. Like, I don't know, man. Like, nothing I want to say on here. <laughs> <laughs> Every tin foil theory ever. Oh, yeah. All right, Cam. How's the hypotheticals? Go. Question number one. Go ahead. If we here at the table, like the staff here, made a team, a baseball team, could we win the Little League World Series? Absolutely. Yes. So we got... We got like me, we got Rick, we got Dan, we got Bag Milk, we got Tyler, who's so fucking good at sports. I don't know. He would never mention it. Like he's, he's, he's a modest guy. You. Did you know he, that he plays intramural sports? Yeah. We got like Wanye, we got like Jay, maybe like the Little Brick Girls. I don't know. Mixed team. Yeah. Sure. We, could we win the Little League World Series? Absolutely. Tyler, as a person that has we gone to Gold, Gold we, Bar Park Elementary yeah. and played intramural sports against kids, go ahead. Yeah, we would torch those motherfuckers. It's over, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Like, I'd imagine in the finals, we'd have to go up against, like, the ace of one of probably the good, like, uh, international division teams. Right? Well, like, how fast can he throw? Yeah. How fast can I throw? No, no, how those fast kids. Can he? Oh, how, the kids can throw. Well, no, I was at the throwing batting around. cages the other day and I was hitting 70s. So yeah, the kids I'm are throwing around like 70 ish. I yeah, think that every couple of years there's like a superstar who hits 80. Monet Davis, Monet Davis, that one girl a few years ago, was throwing like 75 miles an hour. Yeah, I got it. No problem. And it's from, but it's, and it's from mosquito distance, right? In Alberta, you'd call it the mosquito level. It's like the 12 year old distance. So it's really close. Like you need the reaction time of hitting like a whatever it is, like a 92 That's pretty much the basketball. batting cages there on yeah. right across from Skona. So yeah, it was, they're close. Okay. I was doing seven. Who's playing what position? Who's pitching? Man, I'd be worried about killing one of these kids by like hammering it back at them. No, that's their problem. I'm no, first base for sure. Dan's playing first base. I'll just rove all three outfield positions. I can move around. You're in the outfield doing all three positions. I think that's, that's right. a more fair comparison. Okay, so though. here's it's the, the thing. Five of can us. the five of us win yeah. the Little League World Series? Yeah, yeah. Just let, oh, me, yeah. let me out there. We need a pitcher. We need a catcher. So that's two. Oh, no, then three in the field? Yeah, Not so we no. got a first baseman, an infielder, and an outfielder. How like how? No, no, no. Tyler's, honestly, man, I think I could just <laughs> dominate on the mound. Like I think I would run through these lineups. Oh man. If you can hit the strike They're zone, you us. can throw them, but I think you can overpower the kids. I think we'll take them no problem. Yeah, like like I know I can get pretty close to touch in the seventies, get to the mid seventies. And like I got a man. good break I got a good breaking ball. We gotta do some video content this summer with a gun. Yeah, I wanna in see you throw this. This has to happen. Okay, well, right. we gotta get on this because last year we were still supposed to throw fucking footballs over the river. Baseball. And we have yet to do that. So weeks ago we were all screaming about people saying they could beat Serena Williams in tennis. Yeah. And now Tyler's like, I could single handedly This is a child. I could, I could single handedly win the Little League World Series. How old are these kids? Twelve? Yeah. yeah. But no. they're like future major league baseball players. Yeah, you it's see a team fucking of guys. Jerks yeah. and profars little brother playing for the curacao is like six two for the like, record i'm saying we don't win more body density than tyler has i just don't think we have a chance and i think more there's it's more fair with the five of us only we're too uh, no, we're the just, five of us wouldn't win no 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 you'd need you a need full a full, we need a, full could, a full field we'll win no problem a full little brick team yeah we could or a little brick oilers nation team we could win yeah i don't know man just, five dude, dude, so. what, dude we're bigger we're stronger even when you don't hit the ball but properly. But there's no physicality. In, like, if I could hit for the sure kids, for sure. Home runs. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> bombs. <laughs> you start Dan, hitting bombs. Dan gets like a 60 like, mile an hour fastball in the ribs and goes at the like, kid. Like, put me in in a football game against 12-year-olds and I'll fucking crush Okay, them. can we win the Pop Warner? Yes. Like, put me on the D-line. I would munch them. That would be just a massacre. That court, Like, they'd be through their, like, fourth quarterback. I've seen some kids time. your size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Short of just yep. of almost your size, and yeah, it's it's funny. So this is this is turning into us talking about child abuse. <laughs> so we should no, move it's on, on a sport. It's, it's on a sporting field. 
They know what they, they're they knew into. what they're getting into. You're telling me into. you can tell me you can beat up a 12 year old as long as it's it's it's, it's at the little league. We're not beating them up I'm, as in like punching them around. I was just going to blow the line. Yeah, sack the line. Sack the QB. That's all. And if Tyler wants to throw in high and inside on some of these kids to keep them off the plate, then that's what you got to do. Yeah, listen, if some 12-year-old from Iowa's giving me the fucking eyes, I'm going to throw it at him. <laughs> that kid Big Al from last year. That kid Big no, Al. He's not hitting no fucking dingers Big now. Al, Big Al would take you deep to straightaway center yeah, field, and you would throw your glove on the That's ground fine, and though. have a temper tantrum and get kicked out of the tournament, and then we would lose. It would be like when the Blue Jays played the Dodgers field this week. There? How big is the field? Uh, I don't know. Tyler probably knows. I think it's like 240, 250 to the corners. Like, it's not far at all. Oh, we, yeah, no, and no. it's we baseballs, be, man. You can crush baseballs. Yeah, yeah. Jay. We should be hitting three to four home runs per inning. And I assume we're, they're using aluminum bats as well. Oh, buddy. Yeah, we're yeah, working no, we're on something next year for Moon the shots. I'm sorry. Like, I a lot of respect for the little kids, but... <laughs> No. We're we're working on something next year with the prospects. We'll do this. Little League World Bring Series Kuman. is fantastic. How about the fantastic junior tournament. prospects? Well, that, I'm not saying we'll play the prospects, but we'll have to work on something. Here. All right. Question number two. Would you take away all of Connor McDavid's skill as a hockey player? And he's still on the Oilers, and he's still signed to that contract. You take nope. away all of his skill, but you get to become equally as skilled at anything you want. Yep, I'm selfish. Sorry, Connor. Love you, buddy. I get, I wait, wait, I like got to be as successful as he is at hockey? Anything, anything you want. No, anything. It could be painting. No, no, but that's that's my success level is I'm one it of the best be, in the world um, at whatever I want to be. Yeah, all of a sudden, I'm in Van Halen. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, sorry, bro. You do that easy? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, you buddy. You guys are selfish. I am I selfish. That is not at all. win a Stanley Cup. Dude, yeah, now we're going to win the Stanley Cup, but I'm on the goddamn ice. No, no. Oh, you're going to play hockey. <laughs> you're fucking right, I am. Okay. So we get to lose. We we, we lose <laughs> We lose like a 23-year-old Connor McDavid in the prime shape of his life to pick up fucking 40-year-old Rick. It's 30. <laughs> it's 38. But if, I'm as, but if I'm as good as he is right now, then let's go. Monsters. Well, monsters. let's go. See, I would I would take Connor's skill and become equally as good at playing hockey um, as he is, but I would become that good at painting. And I would paint. Nice. I would paint a picture. I would like that of every Oilers game and post it on the website. Could you only become good at one thing? Why would you paint the <laughs> Oilers games? Because they're going to be real yeah. bad after that. Because that's my. Oh, no, I'm out I, there. I could never figure out here for the life of me the entire time I was here the fucking lost challenge shit you guys always did. Bag <laughs> Milk was eating his beets and Chris would, I don't know, push ups or whatever the fuck he was doing. And then Dan bad. was running around and wearing shorts and this and that. And Tyler was crying every time they lost and everyone had their challenge and I never had anything. So now every time the Oilers lose, I'll paint and it'll be beautiful. Well, a little peek behind the scenes because we did talk about having you paint. It was like, I can't remember what the rules were, but you had to do a painting every time they lost. And then we would oh like sell God. them at the end of the year. You're or a painter? There was zero paintings done. There no. was zero paintings done. Yeah, there was like not even there was, a finger paint. There was also a thing where we were going to make them carry around one of those like animatronic babies that they that's what i really school. wanted i wanted him with like a little uh baby carrier and that was strapped to his chest every time they lost if god it would have been hilarious i don't know if we've ever like really talked about it on the podcast but you hate babies i don't hate babies i hate you babies hate crying babies. you hate babies no i hate i hate working upstairs in little brick and i'm trying to do something and i my attention spans so short and it's so hard to focus and i get in finally and a fucking baby starts crying Distracts <laughs> them. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Like, what am I supposed to like? Babies crying? What's that all about? It's soothing. You're like, no, it is not soothing. You yeah. weirdo. No, this it's is getting. Horrible. This is getting. It can weird. be. A, it can be really bad noise. And I come from a place where I work in loud noises most of the time, yeah. and that's still. It's like nails on. A I think we're sometimes. unearthing a lot of fucked up stuff about Dan right now. <laughs> he wants to go to the Little League World Series <laughs> and beat kids up, and he <laughs> says the sound of babies crying is soothing. Yep. Dan's a monster. Yep. He's enjoyed all the Oilers losses. I have. There's a lot of babies crying. Okay, so you guys, is. you guys all take you. You guys sacrifice. No, I, no, no, I don't. I don't take Connor's talent from him. I'm I an did. old man. I've lived my life. Okay, what would you? What skill would you? You learn? I am now the world's best at dressage, and my horse dances like no other. Like he's doing moonwalks and stuff, and people are like, "Whoa." This guy changed the dressage game, and all of a sudden, my well, horse is doing so. Your talent to so your I was horse. just going to say, hold on, because you've taken the talent from a twenty-three-year-old Connor no, 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 and you've given it to a horse. <laughs> no, no, that lasts that will live for four more years and then becomes a glue factory member. No, 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 no. Those the last, those last couple of years, though. That oh dude yeah, gets paid. Oh yeah, when he's the stud. Oh <laughs> man. If your horse can crip walk, like people are paying you to stud that. Could you thing. imagine that? Oh, dude, you're going to be rolling in it. That's what I'm saying. You guys are looking down on dressage like it's, I didn't think this through. But you know what I did think through, Tyler? 
Our, I don't care. Our friends at skipthedishes.ca. Why? Because I'm hungry. It is 2.45 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon in Edmonton. I would love a snack. That's what I'm going to do as soon as we're done recording here. I'm going to head on over to skipthedishes.ca. Order some Costco. I checked. It's not there. Unfortunately, Costco <laughs> is not on Skip the Dishes. Maybe we can leverage our relationship with the five folks over there and get Costco on Skip the Dishes. Can we get a two for one with Arby's? Oh, we love some Arby's. But I will settle for whatever is on there because I'm hungry. So go to skipthedishes.ca, order something because you're lazy and you can't cook, and they will do it better. I promise you. All right, here's we a- are we are back. <laughs> All right, here's a quick and easy one. Go this ahead. this is kind of team oriented. This was uh, sent in from my buddy from Leafs Nation, Adam Lascaris. He's a weird fucking dude. Never heard of him. He's a really, really weird dude, and you'll you'll see how bizarre he is when with this hypothetical. The Oilers get an extra second round pick at 32nd overall every year for the next five years. But you have to take an hour-long Wimis training course, the same one every single time, every day for two months. I'm confused about what the Before you're is. allowed to eat for the day. For a fucking second round pick? Yeah, yeah. I don't care about second round pick. No. You don't want the second round pick. You wouldn't take we, an, hour, it's an hour-long Wimis training How course. many? For two months. What's wrong before with you the, eat. wrong with the Wimis training course? Before you'd be, you so, eat. You'd be, yeah, so you wake up in the morning, you can't have breakfast until you've taken your Wimis training for course. two months. <laughs> and the others get a second round pick. No. We, how how many second round picks? But they get like multiple, they get 10 years of picking 32nd overall in every draft. Five years. Five years. How many second and round picks have turned out for the Oilers? So that's, 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 that's sixty. That's sixty hours. Tyler Benson, right there. It's sixty hours of women's yeah, training. Another, another Tyler Benson. All you have to do every morning is learn about the hazards of like gases and different things like that <laughs> for one hour. It's easy. Okay, follow up. Do I just have to be present for the women's class? Oh, actually, no, I guess it doesn't matter because if I take it 60 sometimes, even if there's a fucking test at the end, I'll know it like the back of my damn hand. I think I do it, man. Five years of the oldest picking 32nd overall. Even if they just trade the picks, man, they'll get a good player. Mitch. 60 hours. And just Mraz. think about how you will be able to classify yes. hazardous Mitch products. Mraz. And like it's a life skill. It's not like I'm learning how to do something fucking stupid. Like I'll gain knowledge. How much, how much of your women's training have you used in your life? Man, I, my women's training was like basic <laughs> chemistry 10 in high school. And I'm asking, how many, how much of it have you None, used? None, but like if there is a situation, the Oilers will have a like better player and I'll be able to identify hazardous materials in the workplace. Well, I'm telling you, in 2015, Wimis was updated to align Canada's system with the US and other major trading partners. So we all need to be retrained. That's not That's the right thing. One of these days, we're Dan, talking about Northern Wimis. Uh, you're you're going to uh, be carrying around a corrosive. Drinking uh, material, drinking it, and you won't be wearing the right eyewear right while clubs. I drink it. Yeah, and you're gonna be pissed off that you didn't take sixty sure. hours worth of training. It in every, you said every year, sixty. Do you hours have to do of- the sixty hours every year. Oh, I thought it was just once. No. Fuck that noise. Yes, no, it's not worth no. it. So no, I'll tell you this right now. Wake up tomorrow and watch an hour long YouTube video and do that the whole week. First thing you do is wake up and happen. watch a dry, a dry ass YouTube video. What are you saying? And I guarantee you, you're done with that. Could right you away. imagine doing this two months of Wimis thing and then they would just go and draft like Mitch Moraz in your pick? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, See? I took fucking two, oh, months, man. two months of Wimis uh, for this. But that's, but I mean, it comes back to, to Bag Milk and I doing the sacrifice for 500 because it's like, Bag Milk, when you have the red surge the next morning after a loss, how does that make you feel? I ate 39 pounds of beef last year. 39 pounds. <laughs> I wore shorts for 462 days Imagine out of 500. You did the beat, you're, you do the women's thing, and then they fucking trade it for Griffin Reinhardt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. You just oh. have, you have such a vested interest in that pick, and uh, you know the Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers have acquired from the New York Islanders Griffin Reinhardt in exchange for Tyler's 60 hours of women's <laughs> training. <laughs> What's yeah. next on the hypothetical list? All right, we're going to move away from the women's. Uh, I got a few of them here. I'm just deciding which one I want. Okay, we'll go with this one. Um, so imagine the Oilers, uh, Kate's with all of his money and his pharmaceuticals, have figured out how to clone Connor McDavid, and he clones him into 23 Connor McDavid's, and the entire roster is Connor McDavid's. Mm. You you don't get to pick like it's not like okay we got four McDavid's. No, it's 23. Mm. You get 23 McDavid's. He's all the forwards, all the D-men, both goalies. <clears throat> There's no salary cap. It's just 23 McDavid's. But all. 23 Connor McDavid's before every single game do LSD. <laughs> how how good would that team be? I'm how telling many games you, would they win? This is what I think. I think that LSD Connor, which of course we're not saying that would ever happen. This is a hypothetical. However, yeah, don't th- do drugs. Do not do drugs. Listen to Tyler. 
I think that he would find avenues along the ice that nobody else sees, and he would just improve the creativity that would come yeah. off him would be incredible. I've never done LSD, so I don't know like how hard it like fuck you up physically or anything like that. Bullshit. <laughs> no, but like I don't, I don't know. Like, can can you move well on LSD? Yeah, I actually have no idea as to what LSD None of does. Any, I don't think any of us have ever done All LSD. I know, as long as you do in a small enough amount, you'll be fine. Is Lucy? But if you start, if guidance. you start fucking throwing a lot back, then yeah, you're gonna. But if you do it do a little bit, <laughs> you'll be good. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'd say they're an all right team then. I mean, Doc Ellis threw a no hitter on LSD. Watch No No on Netflix. Fantastic documentary. How many how many games do you think this team wins? Oh, 82. They go 82 and absolutely. The only issue there 98. is that Connor is your also your goalie. Yeah, that's weird. So that's, and that's a tough like it's a tough enough position for him what to I'm learn. Saying, I could though, believe is he could do it, but with five Connors on the ice in front of net Connor, he's not even gonna get there. Yeah, that's that's not a fair point. There. But net Connor net Connor is gonna see everything you even try and do on him absolutely. anyways. It's the learning the position and then doing the LSD. He's already learned the out. position. Absolutely. All Just right. plugged right into his brain. What's next? Next question. The Oilers get an extra $1 million in cap room per season, but Tyler's never allowed to leave Little Brick. Done. Oh, done. Done. No problem. Done. done. We'll say you have I would do that for like $100 in extra cap space. Yeah, like oh. it, just give me like a free coffee, which I already get at Little Brick, and he'll be stuck here. Like, I'm cool with that. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that, that's an easy one for me too. That's a good one. Sorry, okay, Tyler. But no, I need like some, like, okay, if the, we'll throw you snacks. I know. Like I'd live well here. There's good food at There's Little Brick. There's delicious food at Little Brick. some skip. Everything I need. You like go into the yard too. So the oh, fence, the okay. fence fencing area. Clues, yeah. Ah, see, no, you I wouldn't do it. Him, you need to get them. Just because you would do it. I, we told you we are. I know, but I like in <laughs> my own personal market, opinion, right? if it was like you have to live at Little Brick and never leave, it's obviously not worth it. And like, I wouldn't be able to play in my rec league slow pitch games. <laughs> So that's like a big withdrawal for me. Like that alone isn't worth a million bucks. If you build it here though, they will come. We could periscope the game back to you so you could watch. Plus, if you're just sitting here and it's like 11 p.m., you're in Little Brick, all the lights are off and you're just by yourself, that's easy for you then to do your daily women's training. <laughs> and then beyond the Oilers getting a bonus, one million in cap space, they get an extra pick. So Tyler's self-sacrifice of living he here. That means he doesn't get to eat till then. Yeah, that's fine though. Like you, you wake up early and and it doesn't open until nine or whatever. Out of when does it open? Yeah, let's go with nine. I don't know. I'm not here that. I, way. I'm never here until like noon. I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. So yeah, you just wait and you do your women's training and get paid. I I do that easily. That's you got to take one for the team. Don't yeah, be absolutely. A, don't be a fuck. Stop being selfish. Just a fucking bitch. Tyler's being selfish right now. And the way I look at it is, if you're doing your women's training, then you can spin that off into a career as a women's trainer. <laughs> That you can broadcast over YouTube or something like that. All right, we are back. Daryl Cates sells the team and the Oilers are owned publicly. And for $10,000, anybody can be entered into a pool in which all rostered decisions and like all organizational decisions are made by vote. Would you, do you think that like sale and that like public how many people are involved in said vote? Anyone who wants to 10, put thousands, anyone who drops the 10 G's. Can, can I put in multiple tens of thousands to have more opinion? Sure. You can, uh, if you want to put in um, $100,000, you get 10, 10 votes. votes. Would you put money into that? And do you think it's a good idea? Absolutely. How would you, would you, would Windicate. you? You got to put it all together. I'm going to say this is a horrible idea because I have a Twitter account. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a horrible idea. You guys, there's far too many people out there with two uh, 10 G's on them. Just uh, they yeah, drop but, right but away. You, but you're like in this, in this theory. Yeah, now I have one voice out of 1,200 but it not exists. So it exists voices. whether you do it or not, right? Cool. No, it, it exists says, whether you agree no, to do Kate's it or not. Kate keeps the cash. Kate keeps the cash. Keeps the company. Or what was the end of the hypothetical there? Oh, that was it. It it, it, it it's, it's crowdsourcing the Edmonton Oilers, and everyone that pays ten thousand dollars can. Okay, so the question is, would you get in or not? Oh, is it? Would would you allow Kate to make that sale? Oh, well, no. no. You, you have Absolutely to agree. No. Then no. So you say no. But if it existed, no. then I have to get in there. Yeah, if it existed, you would put the ten grand yeah. into it, right? Yep. I wouldn't like. I would imagine you that would let you would let me go in with ten votes, dude. Is one vote, vote of one like thirteen hundred? I would sell my house. You, you, you. <laughs> Dan's living on the street. He sells his house so he can vote thirty times. Yes, <laughs> yes. I appreciate you thinking you my house thirty times on whether or not Scotty Upshaw should get another fucking yes. PTO. Yes. Dan's homeless. I'm getting it. I would enjoy badminton. That's it. Just read the Oilers Nation comment section. And you'll see why this is a bad idea. Yeah, you're Full on stop. the internet all the time. Like this is, no, 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 it's no. It's a terrible no. Do idea. Do not 
if it exists, if it exists, I'm in. I wouldn't allow it to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had that option, but I'm saying that if if it had to exist, I'm not going to let the internet decide that yeah, without one, having my own one, say. One yeah, vote yeah. Is, oh. Ten votes though. Oh boy. And homeless. Oh boy. Cool. Gives so me a whole new perspective. At least it doesn't get colder in the winter, so being homeless shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> yeah, I wore shorts for. Yeah, it's fine. A cold winter. As we get towards the end of this podcast, like we said, it's Coombs last. One way to keep Coom involved, maybe every week in our Oilers Nation group chat, or Oilers Nation radio group chat, you should just send us a hypothetical. And he's, we'll do Coombs hypothetical every week without you here. not allowed to communicate with us from Ireland. It's against the rules. He's joining the IRA. Um, anyway, so yeah, maybe like a Coombs hypothetical from <laughs> Ireland can't cross would the be ocean. cool. Um, so yeah, that was my like actual legitimate idea. Thanks for shitting on it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap this up, I do want to hear everybody's favorite Coom moment. I just like the weird shit he says all the time. He's interesting yep. to listen to and to look at. My my absolute favorite, I think one of my favorite trips that Oilers Nation ever did was when we went to Lake Louise and played in that pond hockey tournament. He was the drunkest now, man alive. Now, Coom and I roomed together, and that was the first time we'd ever really like hung out together. And... I went to the bedroom earlier or the, the room earlier because I had to clip a hockey fight. And then Coom came in absolutely blasted out of his mind. He had just finished some kind of fancy like smoking drink that they had served him at the bar for like 80 bucks. And he came up to the room and he was just, just out of it, confused, talking to me about stuff. And then he just flops on the bed and he's gone, just gone. Like I was, it was like mid conversation. Happens just to the best gone. of us. But, uh, but yeah, I, agree. I do agree with Bag Milk. The, the randomness of Coombe was great, but the best part of that Lake Louise tournament was uh, it was the second last game you guys were playing on the worst <laughs> sheet of hockey I've ever seen. That ice was fractured beyond belief. And Coombsy coming out of the zone against a team that was just trying so hard to beat us. Coombe, I don't know how you got it, but you scored an own goal on your you on your own. You ripped that net. thing, and it was a. I was trying to do a DDD pass. Okay, yes, yeah. <laughs> put it into our you own put net. it into our own net, and it was just one of those moments. It was just it just etched in my brain. Forever. I I remember looking over to Jay after I did that, and he looked like. So, so right. disappointed. Jay wanted to win that <laughs> tournament so bad. And you guys, you guys had that game in the bag. You guys was all the Red smashed Bull Red Bulls beforehand and you guys were chanting Red Bull. But we watched the decline happen into the second period. Did you put some on. vodka in those Red Bulls? No, it was just, this was the hangover day too. Yeah. Yeah, it was after the Rebels, and we're all fired up, and we're screaming, and we're up like eight two, and then they scored like twelve unanswered goals. Yeah. My favorite other alternate coom memory is how Chris the intern is not even coming to his going away party tomorrow. Uh, so that's yeah. like a future memory that I'm going to have <laughs> just because he said he would rather do anything else. That was ruthless. Shout I out to Chris the intern. Honestly, I think he's going to be at home just curled up on the couch. He's probably found himself one of those scooters and he's ripping around the city. And that's if he's all the he one who to took, the, took it in front, of my, in front of my apartment the other day, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Go check Chris's house. I guarantee he's got it. He's like two blocks away from me and I was dumb enough to tell him that I had one out there. I'm fairly certain he grabbed it. My favorite coom memory is uh, that time we got really drunk at the season opening party. We had a good time doing that. And uh, I don't know. We just like got drunk and watched the Oilers. And there's a nice picture of us standing in front of the nation truck. It's a very wholesome memory. Uh, my other favorite one is when I booked you onto my radio show to talk Blue Jays. And then at the last minute, I said, sorry, I got Scott Mitchell from TSN instead. <laughs> I just completely <laughs> bailed on you. And you took it like a champ. So that's my other favorite memory of you. Yeah. I got to appreciate the fact that uh, in all of ON, he right now is leading the charge back to the bar. That is true. It used to be a big thing when Wanye and and Jay were a little younger. They're very old now. Uh, we, you know, we had a couple more evenings down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, young young Coom keeps coming. The keeps Raptors coming. parties. Bring it, the, Absolutely. 50 the people. Raptors. He'd have 50 people at these Raptor games. That was good. I'm going to miss you, buddy. You're going to have a good time. I'm jealous. You're going to be traveling. You're going to be experiencing new things. You're going to be looking at translucent, translucent Irish people. They don't get any sun. Translucent? Yeah, you know. Translation? Like, like me. Yeah. So you're going to have a great time. We're going to be in touch. We will have some Coops hypotheticals coming up on the podcast Coops. with Tyler. <laughs> Coops. I forgot his fucking name. Oh, are you still here? <laughs> And that's going to wrap it for Oilers Nation Radio episode 50. This is Coombs' last show in a minute. We're still going to have him in one form or another. Please enjoy Ireland responsibly.
Thank you to Sherwood for the Giant and SkipTheDishes.ca for making all this possible. That's it for episode 50. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Shout out, Damien. Best wishes. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media to stay up to date and never miss a podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight cold hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.